Hello, nephew community. My name is Dr. Josh Garibaldi, and I am a medical science liaison with OTSCA. Welcome to another episode in the Hot Topics and Nephrology podcast series. This is part four of a four-part mini-series where we dive into risk factors that can aid in assessing risk for rapid disease progression in ADPKD. Predicting which patient's disease will progress rapidly to kidney failure is critical to facilitate early initiation of kidney protective measures. While height-adjusted total kidney volume adjusted by age is one of the most validated methods to identify risk of rapid progression in ADPKD, there are other factors that can be considered. In this episode, Dr. Shah will discuss the link between proteinuria and microalbuminuria and risk for rapid disease progression in ADPKD. Welcome, Dr. Shah. Dr. Shah is an assistant professor of medicine and associate program director of the Nephrology Fellowship Training Program at the Warren Alpert Medical School of Brown University. He completed residency in internal medicine at Temple University Hospital, followed by fellowship at the Hospital of the University of Pennsylvania, where he served as chief fellow and received advanced training in medical education. His primary interests are home dialysis, including both peritoneal dialysis and home hemodialysis, topics in which he has published numerous peer-reviewed articles, as well as textbook chapters and has lectured both nationally and internationally. He is a decorated educator, having mentored dozens of medical students, residents, and fellows, and received the Dean's Excellence in Teaching Award, Department of Medicine Teaching Award, and Nephrology Fellowship Teaching Awards at Brown and is a winner of the American Society of Nephrology's Innovations in Kidney Education Contest. He is a fellow of the American Society of Nephrology, the National Kidney Foundation, and the American College of Physicians. All right, Dr. Shaw, if you are ready, let's go ahead and get started. My first question for you. So proteinuria and microalbuminuria are common features in many kidney diseases. Are these commonly seen in ADPKD? Great question. And proteinuria is not considered a major feature of ADPKD. There was a study of about 270 patients, and they found that the mean urinary protein excretion was only 260 milligrams per day, and only 18% excreted more than 300 milligrams of protein per day. Patients with more advanced kidney dysfunction had more proteinuria, but it's a relatively minor contributor for patients with ADPKD. This is really in contrast to many other studies or many other kidney diseases like diabetes, where proteinuria is a predominant feature. A specific form of proteinuria, the nephrotic syndrome, which is defined as nephrotic range proteinuria with hypoalbuminemia, edema, hyperlipidemia, sodium retention, hypogammaglobulinemia, is really rarely uh, reported and usually reflects a superimposed glomerular disease. Albuminuria rather than proteinuria is now considered the gold standard for quantifying urinary protein, and this is mostly because this has been the outcome used in many epidemiologic studies and clinical trials. So albuminuria helps us to better estimate your risk of kidney failure. Uh, the kidney failure risk equation is a validated tool that's utilized to predict kidney failure in the general population. It incorporates urinary albumin creatinine ratio. If you review many of the SGLT2 inhibitor studies, you'll find that most of them in, uh, incorporate albuminuria. So if you are using the predictive models for kidney failure, cardiovascular outcomes, other outcomes, you'll find that albuminuria will be the number that you can plug in to better predict what your patient's outcomes are going to be. Thank you, Dr. Shaw, for that. My next question, you talked a little bit about proteinuria and microalbuminuria and how albuminuria is being used 
clinically now much more often than you see proteinuria. Can you speak a little bit more to the difference between the two? Definitely. So in theory, total proteinuria includes both albuminuria and non-albumin proteinuria. Usually albumin is the largest contributor to proteinuria, and there are some conditions where you will see a non-albumin protein that will predominate, uh, particularly things like multiple myeloma, light chains. Uh, you can get tubular proteinuria. So if you see that you have proteinuria that's less than 50% albumin, this can kind of prompt you to go look for other conditions. The reason that albuminuria has predominated is that it, or that proteinuria has predominated in the past is mostly due to cost and resource restraints. So your urinary dipstick actually only will account for albumin. So if you're using a dipstick, you're actually making an assessment on albuminuria. The urine protein to creatinine ratio has been a less expensive uh, test than the urinary microalbumin historically. So that's the reason that you've seen a lot of proteinuria evaluated. But because the studies are using albumin, that really is how we can better assess our patient's risk. So they're both important to use. Uh, I actually check both usually when I first see a patient because that helps me evaluate whether they may have some of those conditions that cause predominantly non-albumin proteinuria. In patients with ADPKD who do not have a discrepancy, you can use either, uh, but your albuminuria can often be used to better assess your future risk. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Shaw, for that. So you mentioned that these are not commonly seen in ADPKD, and you've talked about the difference between proteinuria and microalbuminuria in general. But could you speak to each specifically as they relate to ADPKD? Absolutely. And I'll start with microalbuminuria. So microalbuminuria is more common than proteinuria. It occurs in about one-third of ADPKD individuals. There is not really direct evidence that demonstrates that reducing albuminuria in ADPKD affects progression to end-stage kidney disease, although this has been extrapolated from a number of other studies uh, or other kidney disease states. There is some evidence that an elevated albumin-creatinine ratio is a risk factor for progressive disease. We don't have that exact evidence that lowering it, it impacts your risk of kidney disease progression, but this is considered to be a best practice in really all forms of kidney disease. So when you have patients with an elevated albumin-creatinine ratio, you should use this as a consideration when you're deciding to target a lower blood pressure. Uh, the best medications for lowering proteinuria or albuminuria are RAS inhibitors, ACEs, and ARBs. So this would be an indication to use an ACE or ARB in getting to that lower blood pressure control that we talked about earlier. And you kind of get a two for one because your ACE or ARB will help both your blood pressure and will help reduce your albumin to creatinine ratio. In terms of proteinuria, so dipstick detectable proteinuria is only detected in about 18% of patients. And most patients will demonstrate less than one gram of protein excretion in a day. Overt proteinuria is uncommon with only about 27% demonstrating 300 milligrams per day. If you see proteinuria more than two grams a day, that's unusual and that kind of prompts me to go look for another kidney condition. So I kind of use the microalbuminuria to help decide what antihypertensive to go to, how aggressive to be, should I be increasing my RAS inhibitor? And I use the proteinuria to kind of screen for, is there something else going on here? Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Shaw, for that great overview. And thank you, Nephew community, for joining us today as we dove into the link between proteinuria and microalbuminuria and risk for rapid disease progression in ADPKD. Please check out nephew.org for future webinars, podcasts, and events, and follow us on our social media platforms. Our handle is at nephew community. 
Our podcasts are also available on various platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and of course, on our Nephew mobile app. Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing you here at Nephew next time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Mm-hmm.